Well, we've been looking forward to this, and of course, uh, the uh, the eight o'clock hour is always a big hour here on the Randy Tobler Show on News Talk STL. And you hear my guest Jimmy Fela mm. on the ninety four one frequency every weekday from eleven to two. And it's my pleasure to introduce Jimmy Fela. You see him on the Fox News Network. He does the Fox Radio and Fox Across America show every day. Boy, thanks for being with me, Jimmy. Y'all, Randy, this is a big one for me. Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> now, hey, really, it's a, it's a real privilege to talk to you. And, boy, you I, there couldn't be more fodder for a political animal and a comedian like you than this political season, could there? I mean, it just keeps rolling. You know what I, I'm always amazed by, Randy? There's so much content that, like, jokes don't have shelf lives. Like, Biden it does so many stupid things in a week that your joke about him shaking hands with his invisible man on Monday is gone because he's talking to a dead person on Tuesday. <laughs> and it's like, this guy's wearing us out, Randy. Like, that's the thing. It's good. You watch it, and you're like, wow, there's so many new jokes. But comedians are working in, like, a sweatshop under Biden. <laughs> and you got to wonder, though, if it's something in the air in the White House, because Kamala never lets us down either. Oh, she's something special, man. I mean, I, I tell my friends this all the time. Like, if you elect people who only know how to talk in word salad, we're going to eventually run out of real food. Like, this isn't good. Like, gotta, I don't know whose idea this was, this sick prank or whatever the heck has been going on in this country. But, man, what a time to be alive, huh? Yeah. Now, I understand you're talking to us from Iowa. Uh, do I do I feel a Jimmy Fallon 24 presidential run? Uh, who Who's going to be? Who's your who's your running mate maybe tulsi gabbard i think that'd be an unbeatable ticket <laughs> can i tell you jimmy 24 the 24 is for how long it takes for my background check to disqualify me <laughs> 24 seconds <laughs> this guy was a cab driver in new york uh 23 24 seconds he's out hey but uh, no in all in all seriousness that's your bet that's your background a cab driver you're you're every man's not only comedian but political analyst and talk show host that's why you're resonating across this country because people have had it with the elites they have had it man Oh, yeah. You know what, what happened is, I think we finally got out of bed and remembered that they're supposed to work for us. Mm-hmm. You know, we were doing this thing the last four or five years where we've really been working for them. You know, I just want my side to win, screw the other side. But in general, the establishment elites, and they exist in both parties, by the way, but those people that are running the country into the ground right now and happens to be establishment Democrats, but they're, you know, this bad and good everywhere. But the point is, the Democrats are running it into the ground right now. And, you know, as we sit here trying to talk about issues, it's not political, like if you can't afford food, that's just a human issue. You know what I'm saying? It's not yeah. political if you're getting mugged. That's, that's a human issue. So I think that's where this got crazy. The Democrats, you know, had control of all three branches of everything. And when they turned everything offensive, Okay, instead of working to make progress for people, it's just like, this is what we're upset at today, girls. Let's get them. They brought the conversation back to humans. So it went from everyone was getting called a racist to suddenly no one could pay for gas. You yeah. know, their kid was switching genders in kindergarten, yeah. you know. So you get on the radio, you got to tell some jokes, Randy. That's the point. I'm trying to keep everybody from snapping. Does that make sense? No, absolutely. No, look, and if you didn't laugh, you'd cry at what's going on. I mean, I can tell you there are people, the surveys are saying that, you know, probably within a few months here when things, uh, you know, are requiring us to turn on our furnace, that probably half of America will be delaying 
a utility bill, one or more, yeah. right? Well, and I mean, that's really I, sad. And and boy, you gotta. I remember in the seventies. Look, I was I was a teenager in the seventies, right? And I remember during uh, Carter. I remember we laughed at all in the family. We laughed at the jokes about the racist jokes and Archie Bunker. Yep. Can you, as a comedian, do that these days without risk of being canceled? <laughs> well, here's the thing: in a comedy club, you can because those people came out to laugh and not take life seriously. We don't get into trouble in the comedy club. We get in trouble when the comedy travels outside the club. Uh. It's the jerks on the internet who I don't even believe they're offended, Randy. I just believe they know they'll get something by being offended. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm offended, I want attention. You know, like stuff like that. And that's, that's where I think we're at a stupid fork in the road. It's like we're getting madder at the comedians than the Democrats that are mismanaging the country. Like, that's kind of nuts, no? Yeah. You know, and the only upside, let me just say this, because I, I don't want to sound grim. There is one upside to the Biden presidency. Arson is down 83% because no one can afford to burn down your house at 489 a gallon. <laughs> oh, yeah, and BLM is too busy be building spas and diving pools for Patricia Colors, right? I mean, you know what I think is so funny? What? I love the BLM story because they, that's exactly what they did. They ripped off the white people bought mansions, but now they live with the white people who donated, and the white people are calling the cops on them. It's the funniest thing in the world. They moved into Bel Air next to the very people who donated, and now they're getting Martha's Vineyarded out of their neighborhood. (laughs) Hey, I have to ask you, we're talking with Jimmy Fallon. Of course, you hear him here on News Talk STL every day from 11 to 2 on the 94.1 frequency. And you see him everywhere, including that great Gutfeld show uh, on, on Fox News. And that has to be a blast interacting with that group, isn't it, Jimmy? You know what it is? It's funny. It's the it's the best show to do because you're just hanging out. Like you forget the cameras there. Yeah. Clearly, judging by the way I look, you forget the cameras are there. But uh, <laughs> oh, you know, come on, come on. These outfits, judging by some of these sport coats. No, Greg always makes fun of my sport coats, but he's just upset because they don't come in kid sizes. <laughs> and, um, That's right. It, it's a great show to do. It's a lot. Of, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's great. Uh, let's let's talk about the debates. And um, your take on what appear I mean, the, the mainstream media has painted people like Herschel Walker, Dr. Herschel Walker is a flawed candidate. Dr. Oz is a carpetbagger. Uh, you know, Carrie Lake. Oh, she's just a good looking TV anchor. Not much there. Um, how do you I mean, these people have good policy. Forget about their personalized. Yeah. But how are you processing it these days? And where do you think it's going to go in the midterms? Well, I think this is the media's Hail Mary. They know they can't run on a Democratic record, so they're going back to Old Faithful, which is call this guy a racist or a Nazi or elitist or whatever the heck we've got to do. Like, you see how comical it is when they're calling, like, a guy like Herschel Walker, like, a racist. Like, they go from he's a bad dad to, like, and he's a white supremacist. And I'm like, I think there's a typo in the white supremacist handbook if he's at the white supremacist club. I think, uh, I don't know, maybe they, have, maybe they have a blind leader these days. I don't know. But, you know, the same thing with Carrie Lake. That's funny. I was interviewing her on the radio last week, and I was just joking before I brought her on about how many news articles I could pull up labeling her an extremist. And then you list her policies. Her extremist, her extremist views are babies should live. Yeah. Wow, uh, what a terrible thing. Be secured. <laughs> the border should be secured so families don't drown in a river. I'm like, who is this monster <laughs> trying to save the babies over here? I know. Call Come the on, police. <laughs> yeah. This is nuts. 
I don't know. I think I I I just don't believe the polls. I think that many people are afraid, and maybe it's I don't even think they're wearing tinfoil hats anymore to believe that if I say to a pollster that I believe I'm I'm a MAGA guy from a, a, a you know a policy perspective, I don't know who's listening. I'm afraid Merrick might be listening, and God knows that you know the black copters may descend on me. What say you? Yeah. Well, what happens is the, the current rule now, no one knows this, is like if we bash Biden on TV, uh, Merrick Garland gives him a heads up and then Biden calls us. But the call never goes through because he's dialing a stapler. <laughs> so it's, that's, that's great. No wonder. I wondered no. why his fingers were bloodied. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, man, it's so funny. A lot of people definitely don't trust polls. Like whether it's we're as paranoid as what you and me are describing or not. You still can't trust polls because they've been wrong by tw- when, when a poll's wrong by like twenty. Points. Yeah, like if you remember back to the twenty twenty election, like that's not an accident. That's not an oversampling. Right. That's you actually polled people at gunpoint, and <laughs> one poll yeah. had Biden winning a hundred to nothing. You know? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Just like Come votes on. that were counted on the night of the election, right? <laughs> Listen, ever, I got to say this: everyone knows somewhere in the back of their mind that twenty twenty election was a scam. We're not sure how. Okay, we know we've seen things that were like, yeah, something wasn't on the level or. Ballot harvesting, whatever the heck went on. But everybody, even the Democrats, you can tell the national conversation has shifted to, like, they've gotten caught on every other bad, nefarious thing they've done. And now we're going to find out there were, like, three guys at the Capitol that were, like, fed. They stole the election, and they didn't want to talk about it, so they started a riot at the Capitol. Like, I'm very conspiratorial now because I can feel all the other crap unwinding. That's why I joke on the radio, Randy. Otherwise, I'd be starting a militia at this point. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'd be, be somewhere in the backwoods backwoods of Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With my people. You got a pretty mouth. <laughs> Are you a gun guy? I, I don't know if I've caught you talking about guns. You like to shoot guns? Yeah, so I come from a big law enforcement family. Oh, okay. So I was just always around them going up as yeah. a matter of policy. And um, yes, but let's talk guns with me. I'd love to. No, you know what? Uh, well, I, and we could talk guns. And I tell you, if, if for no other reason, freedom-loving Americans who want to defend themselves in an era where you need to defend yourselves, because, especially if you live in a blue jurisdiction, which means any city in this country, you better oh, yeah. vote for someone other than the Democrats who want to take that right to self-defense away, period. You know what's funny about it, too, is, you know, the Democrats always accuse Republicans of destroying the country. I'm like, you want to take away our guns and let the criminals out of jail. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how's that going to work out for us? Are you crazy? These are crazy people. And, you know, where I live in New York, obviously one of the highest crime rates on the, you know, on the planet. I mean, I think amongst other planets, too. And they just implemented in Times Square, I'm not kidding, they put up signs declaring it a gun-free zone. Oh. As if if any of these barefoot time travelers are reading signs and following law, you know, any criminal care, you know, I'm like, oh, that ought to do it. The problem is in New York, we have a twofold issue with guns because we have a lot of street crime. But then we just have a lot of Mets fans who shoot themselves. (laughs) Hey, speaking of meth, and uh, I I understand I haven't been to New York in a few years because I just, you know, I'd been there several years ago for a conference, had a great time. I was just down the street from Times Square. I hung out and it's beautiful. Checked into a little Italian restaurant owned by a family. You could tell it was a family. There were some guys with some slick back hair sitting uh, talking Italian at the other table. And I I kept waving at them like they were my friends. I I, I still think they were. But. But you know what? I wanted to go there recently, and I decided not to, Jimmy, because I just hear it really is a very dangerous place. It's not the New York that it was 10, 12 years ago. 
Yeah, I mean, my wife's family was going to go to New York this weekend. They decided to go someplace safer like Baghdad. (laughs) You know what? (laughs) <laughs> a little calmer here. At least the mortar fire is predictable. Yeah. <laughs> it's predictable. All the violence is coming from people in uniforms. I feel safer here. Um, oh, man. You're right, dude. I got to tell you, like, the whole thing, Randy, is like every one of these cities, it's like we've all gone through phases as humans where we let ourselves go. Like, yeah. maybe you're eating too much around the holidays and mm. drinking and not getting enough sleep. It's one thing to see a person let himself go, but when you see a city let itself go, it's kind of horrifying. Like, I'm watching New York go through that fat phase between uh, Christmas and New Year's, and it doesn't even look like itself. And I'm like, is this healthy New York? (laughs) It really don't look good right now. Well, the question is, though, will they be able to, to use your analogy, to get back to the gym and ever right that ship? I just don't know. I mean, it just seems like that that mentality, that that blue Democrat, we know what's good for you— even though it's not good for you, mentality is entrenched in our cities. And I don't understand why people keep doing that, that self-immolation thing when they go to the ballot box in the cities. I don't understand and it. It is exactly what they're doing, by the way, because most of the people who turn out to vote in New York, for instance, also own a home in Greenwich, Connecticut, and the Hamptons out on the east end of Long Island. Oh. So they vote Democrat because it's a sport for them, and then they leave. It's like they light the match and walk away. Oh. That is what they do, and that's why it's so bad. And the people who actually live in the city, some of them vote. A fair amount of them don't because it's so expensive to live in the city. People really work like 20 hours a day, and uh, it is a mess right now. The wow. only way it's going to get under control, the only way they'll elect a Republican mayor is the Republicans would have to nominate like a, a black trans two-spirit police chief, <laughs> you know, yeah. like really corner this crime issue, but on Democratic terms, too, you know. Yeah, well, I know where they can find one of those. Just go into any elementary school in the country and there won't be a problem. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh. Oh. Hey, so Jimmy Fallon, where are you on tour now? Where can people catch you when they can't catch you on the air every day from uh, 12 to 3 Eastern, 11 to 2, uh, you know, Central Time, or on Gutfeld or in the tube? Where is, is there time for you to do live stand-up, and how do people catch yeah, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. So tonight I'm in Ottumwa, Iowa. Uh, Ottumwa, Iowa. Tell Raider I said hi. Center. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what's funny? I've been in the town an hour. Everybody hears my Italian accent and thinks I'm in the witness protection program. No, do the show. Hey, we have a really good friend that we have a chef friend that lives in the Tumwa. I'm going to buy him a. T- are there still tickets for tonight? I'm sure there. Oh man, I got to. Sure. Sh- I got to send my chef friend up there. I'm going to send him. Tell the chef to come out. Oh, I do that. Chef Gordon Rader. He's a great show. guy. He's from. The, he's from the Northeast too. You and he could actually do a a spontaneous stand up thing, and it would bring the it would, it would unbelievable. You'd have a good time with him. Nah, yeah. So I get like my agent. I love this, Randy. <laughs> well, boy, I wish I could catch you tonight in a tumble, but I can't. I can't make it up there. But uh, so people can stay up with you on JimmyFailer.com, right? Yep, 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 yep. FoxAcrossAmerica.com uh, is the radio page. It's on Facebook. And, you know, I'll be on TV. I'll be on America's Newsroom Monday and Harris Faulkner Wednesday. Wow. Kennedy on, you know, all that stuff. Kennedy, Gutfeld, you name I'm out there, man. You know, they put me on TV a lot because it makes the rest of them look smarter. No, so, no, no. Yeah. I got to tell you, you are a breath of fresh air in a time when it's oh. too easy to get your dauber down and be, you know, there's not enough Prozac for the American public these days. And you are <laughs> you are some well-butrin on steroids for everyone, man. And we're... <laughs> oh. Oh, we appreciate you being with us. I hope you'll join me again. Oh, for sure, man. You sure know how to treat a girl. Thank oh. you, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Take care. Be well. Take care, brother. All right. Bye-bye. There he is, Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> he, he is a breath of fresh air. I mean, and you do have to laugh because if you didn't, you'd probably cry. Yeah. <laughs>
when we come back, the great Chris Arbs joins us, and uh, we'll talk with him about his prognostication, the political atmosphere going on, and what he thinks uh, might happen, not only in the House, but that interesting Senate race. Coming up here on the Tobler Show on Newstalk STL 1019-941. Stay there. Welcome back, 826. As the show rolls along, wanted to remind you that you can hear Jimmy Fela, our guest in that last segment, from 11 to 2 on the 1019 frequency, on the 941 frequency, and then on the 1019 frequency from 10 to 1 in the evening. So you can catch Jimmy both daytime and evening time. And uh, I know I like to stream him whenever I'm, I can catch him at, at, during that midday. I love that during lunch to take a listen to him. Uh, on 94.1, if I can catch that frequency, or in the evening, 1019. You can get him from 10 to uh, 10 to 1, uh, starting 10 p.m. Chris Arps joins us now from the Jones and Arps show every day here on News Talk STL, 330 to 6. How are you doing, Chris? Dr. Tobe, I'm doing fantastic. How are you and Leah doing this fine Saturday We're doing morning. good. I'm telling fantastic. you, though, man, I'm feeling really small. I talked to Jimmy Fela, who's on Fox News, and then I talked to Chris Arps, who's a regular on Newsmax. And I mean, I thought I'm, you were going to say this was a letdown. No, Jimmy no, no. I'm talking. To, I'm talking to celebrity Chris Arps now. I see your mug on News Newsmax every Thursday. It's every Thursday morning, right? And uh, every Thursday morning. I know, and I, I'm lucky if I get to Zoom with my three and a half year old granddaughter once in a while. I mean, I just, you know, well, I got to tell you, Dr. Tobler, uh, it's been an honor to do Newsmax. I've been doing it probably about a year and a half now coming up on two years in january and project 21 is uh really responsible for that you know i'm a yeah. uh, an advisory board member and you have a lot of their guests on your show it's a great group great group exactly and they have uh they're responsible for getting me on newsmax and they're responsible for getting uh horace cooper on laura ingram and uh, uh tucker show so uh they're a great organization and uh, i owe the newsmax thing to them completely uh, now, see, there is a humble man, and uh, <laughs> uh, that is a man who mm -hmm. subordinates himself, and that is, uh, you know, that's a virtue that we don't see much these days, Chris. I mean, I'm serious about that. I think there was a time when politicians used to joke about themselves, yeah. and, yeah, I mean, look at Ronald Reagan, and, I mean, Bill Clinton, every, and then, I don't know, it just seems like it's been, uh, it's just been self-aggrandizement on steroids, and I include Donald Trump in that. I think Donald would benefit from a little bit of uh, self-deprecation now and then, don't you? Yeah. Dr. Tober, I think that everyone that is successful in life or trying to achieve success in their life uh, got to that position through the help of others, either mentoring mm -hmm. them or yes, helping sir. them financially mm -hmm. or other. I mean, I'm sure you don't go through life and say, hey, I became a doctor all of my own efforts mm -hmm. because I'm Randy Tobler. There are a lot no, of people no. that helped you along the way. And I just feel that uh, any success that I've gained or enjoying i know it's not just all me i know there's been a lot of people that have opened doors for me to do what i what i do and i'm just very appreciative and i know you're a man of faith too and we got to remember oh, the man upstairs definitely. right because he oh, guides us and definitely. shepherds us no you know I, I i tell the story often uh, when i walked onto at barnes hospital as an intern yeah. in obstetrics mm -hmm. on my first shift on labor mm -hmm. and delivery i walked up to the oldest nurse and i said would you please help me get through this? <laughs> <laughs> 
Because she knew she knew yeah. the ropes. She knew exactly. the ropes. And it's been exactly. that way. I mean, you know, I learned from listening to you and Tim and Mike and Vic and I, Jeff Allen, our boss. You know, we talk about him all the time. And then I listen to Tony and Katie. We learn from everyone, right? And we exactly. and that's and to think that you do it yourself is folly. Absolutely folly. Um, and so, hey, but you watched the Warnock uh, Herschel Walker debate last night, right? I didn't get I a did. chance to catch it. I was visiting my mom and I didn't get a chance to catch it. Tell us about it. I did have a chance to catch it. You know, you mentioned that I was on Newsmax and I was on Newsmax last Thursday and my fellow panelist was uh, Mark Halperin, you know, the noted yeah. uh, mm -hmm. political analyst, all of that. And he said during our conversation that debates don't matter. And so most of us on the panel, all of us disagreed with him. And after watching last night's debate with Warnock and uh, Walker, debates do matter. Uh. Wow. Uh, you know, Herschel set the bar low for himself last week. He said that, you know, hey, I'm a country boy. Warnock wears nice suits. He's a preacher. You know, he came in with low expectations and he exceeded them. Warnock got his uh, got his uh, uh, clock cleaned in wow. that debate. It was clearly uh, Herschel was very well prepared. You can tell they got him in a room, locked him in a room. Here's your talking points. Here's your zingers. This is what you need to do. He was very aggressive. I, I tell you, the two takeaways that I got out of the debate, uh, uh, Dr. Tobler, was one, uh, Herschel did change his abortion stance. Uh, during the debate, you know, he's been an absolutist uh, when he was saying no exceptions mm -hmm. on the campaign trail. Last night, he did say that uh, he would support um, uh, exceptions mm -hmm. um, when it comes to uh, abortion. And another takeaway that I received, uh, Warnock has, has achieved, has, has gained a lot of attention on his church, uh, the, the historic church that Martin Luther King pastored. Apparently, they have some apartments, some low-income apartments, and the church um, evicted some of those tenants, some of them owing like $23, $32. Oh, ouch. Uh, he said that he had nothing to do with that, that that's all a lie, and was trying to blame Herschel Walker um, for the story. When this was a story that's in the Atlantic General Constitution, so this is not some hit piece by Walker's campaign. This is fact, and he denied it. And I, I think those are the two major wow. takeaways that I took from the neighbor overall. Herschel Walker did very, very well for himself. Talking with Chris Arps, uh, of course, you hear him on News Talk STL every day, 101.9941, along with Tim Jones, from 3.30 to 6. And you see him on Newsmax TV every Thursday. And that's what, seven, seven hour time? Uh, it's 5.30, 6, oh. and 7. 5.30, 6, uh, and 7, okay. Yeah, we do uh, three 10-minute uh, panels um, each hour. Yeah, okay, cool. Uh so uh, did 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 Warnock ch uh, challenge Walker with the some of the quote lies that have come out or the, the, the misrepresentations, the children that have been uh, unreported, the uh, something about his school record, he graduated or he didn't graduate, uh, claiming to be an FBI agent. Um, you know, I know that the abortion thing came up with the woman that he you know paid the abortion for. So he says he didn't. Um, we had an interesting conversation with Virginia Cruda last hour, and she says, "Hey, that was what." you know 12 years ago you know what's what about the herschel walker now was he was he challenged about those various problems and how did he answer them one thing too dr tober that was amazing to me that the debate moderators were very very fair wow. they hit warnock on some of uh, the things that were on him with his ex-wife yeah and yeah child support mm -hmm. they hit uh uh, uh 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 walker 
mm-hmm. on abortion and and the, the the woman that came out and they didn't really challenge them they asked a couple of follow-ups but they didn't really challenge them that hard but it was equal and all of that you were talking about they didn't bring that up um herschel did get in trouble during the debate uh, when it came to law enforcement uh warnock tried to uh accuse herschel walker of quote playing police officer and herschel Ooh. uh uh, brought out a badge that he has from Ooh. the, uh, I think, the <laughs> Georgia Bureau of Investigation. And the moderator had a conniption fit oh. because that was against the rules. You can't have any props. Oh, <laughs> And so she was like, Mr. Walker, Mr. Walker, you know you're not supposed to have props. You know you're not supposed to He's like, well, hey, he's saying I'm not a law enforcement officer. Um, here's my badge. I'm official. It was, it was. Oh, you got to love it. You get a chance to watch it. Yeah. Herschel was very aggressive, <laughs> and uh, he was very, very well prepared. All right. So, uh, Chris, you, I, I really admire your political acuity when it comes to, you know, how what's the best way to, to win, right? You want to win, and strategically. So if you were advising Dr. Oz with the upcoming debate in Pennsylvania with Fetterman, who's clearly impaired, mm-hmm. but also is a person who claims to just have an auditory problem, not a cognitive or processing problem. Uh, there's already been some, you know, some criticism of, of Oz and others who say, uh, you know, what's this ableism? You guys, you know, what are you going to, would you, one of the critiques was, would you take and criticize someone that only had, you know, that lost their leg, you know, and uh, how would you advise a Dr. Oz for the last few weeks of the campaign here? Look, Dr. Oz, as the polls have shown, is starting to narrow that lead with Fetterman. Mm-hmm. I think that Dr. Oz needs to stay on what I call the three F's, which the American people are concerned about. Food, fuel, and funding the police. Ah. And I think if he stays with those issues and talks about mm-hmm. those issues, especially with Pennsylvanians in Philadelphia and in Pittsburgh, where we're having police being shot and killed, yeah. and you're having uh, all of the crime, I think if he stays with that, he does fine. Uh, Dr. Tobler, I don't think Fetterman is going to debate next week. We saw that interview with NBC. We saw the delay with him having to read yeah, the screen, was, the captions. Okay. We saw the answers that he gave. Can you imagine him out there for yeah. an hour um, like that and with no screen? Yeah. I don't think that they're 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 going to allow him to debate. The real intrigue right now in that race is how are they going to get him out of it and try to save face at the same now, time. Now, I thought but, they agreed to let him have a screen to where he oh, can did hear. They? Yeah, I oh, think they've agreed well, to that. But still, it doesn't It doesn't matter. He just can't yeah. put together a sentence, and he just misspeaks so much. But, you know, my I, I just think that whether it's Donald Trump, whether it's, uh, you know, Dr. Oz, almost any Herschel Walker, as we like to say, play the hits. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> just stick to the policy issues. You don't really need to get personal. I think when you've got such a strong hand to play, you know, don't weaken yourself by, you know, talking so much about, the, yeah, it's important to mention that, hey, I, as a senator, one of the parts of the job description is to be able to engage in, in very uh, fierce and rapid-fire debate. You need to be very conversant and you need to be quick on your feet. And, you know, Mr. Fetterman, God love him, you know, having a problem there. But uh, clearly, you know, he's thinking, well, it's just a matter of relating it. I just think it'd be better to take the high road, don't you? Yeah, I do. And I think what you do, Dr. Tobler, is... Uh, the official campaign, the Dr. Oz campaign, mm-hmm. they take the high road. And then you have people like me who have PACs and uh, other <laughs> organizations. You let us uh, do put the ads out, the grainy black and white 
You get photos. Yeah, of you the get <laughs> the great with yeah, the, the ominous voice. Yeah, the black and white with and and the music below going. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you got. To, you have to have the grainy black and white video or photo. That's a staple yeah. in any opposition ad. <laughs> I have. To, I have to ask you because you know, obviously, being a political political you know animal like you are, and I am, I, you have to wonder. Who is advising Joe Biden? Are, are they advising him and he is just so out of it that he ignores it? I don't believe that's the case. I mean, how can you tell the guy to to continue to ignore the strongest weapon that he has, which is the domestic oil and gas production, to bring inflation down? And yet he gets out there and talks about, well, it's going to be a little bit. It's not going to be much of a recession, blah, blah, blah. Who in the world is advising him? They ought to be fired. Look, Joe Biden is the Manchurian president right now. They put him out there. They give him a script. They tell him what to say. They give him some ice cream afterwards. Mm -hmm. And that's who we have as president. The people that are running this administration are Valerie Jarrett and Susan Rice and all of the rest of the holdovers from the Biden administration with President, former President Biden, the Oz behind the screen, pulling the strings of it, <laughs> of it all. Yeah, yeah. I have no proof of any of that. But, uh, that's my uh, opinion. Yeah. It really is sad to watch it unfold and to see that, it is. you know, both the president and, you know, the bench president, Kamala Harris, just utterly incapable of 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 d delivering a convincing message no matter what the forum no matter what the, the the issue is they just can't put it together in any coherent way and that has ripple effects i mean part of the job of the ceo of this country is to is to inspire us especially when times are tough whether it's a pandemic or whether it's an inflationary slash recession time like this and it just makes me sad chris because you know we've seen leaders we've seen ronald reagan during a recession you know we've seen during times of war we, you know we've seen uh, george bush for all of his faults in 9-11 we've seen that ability to just get in there and give us those aspirational values and 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 make us believe it's hard to believe in anything going on up there isn't it well we talked about it on the show yesterday i think we played a clip from uh the president um saying that we not in a and not in a recession we could be in a recession we might be in a recession but we won't be in a recession kind of speech and i said after that clip i'm like i don't know about you but i don't feel very reassured yeah, no. by the president of the united states uh giving that comment yeah that's so, number no. 16 yeah get, yeah. get and, clip and 16 up and that's and what a lot of people don't understand about Donald Trump. They may hate him or love him or whatever, but one of his the, the genius about him and one of the reasons why America was so successful is because he was confident and he yeah. felt people made people feel good about America and that our days was weren't over. Sounds like a similar guy about forty years ago that yeah, was very successful. It sure does. Here's this clip from Joe Biden. Should the American people prepare for a recession? No. Look, they've been saying this now how uh, every every six months they say this. Every six months they look down the next six months and see what's going to happen. It hadn't happened yet. It hadn't. Be, there, there has. There is no. There's no guarantee that they're going to be. I don't think there will be a recession. If it is, it'll be a very slight recession. That is, we'll <laughs> move down slightly. And Chris, this what? is this is the, this is coming from an administration that now has decided to redefine what a recession is. We've yeah. already had two straight quarters of negative GDP growth. 
Exactly. So I don't know about you, Dr. Tobler, but uh, that didn't sound very reassuring to me. <laughs> no, no. Which is why uh, we have to continue to call these guys out for the deceitful liars they are. I would be much more impressed if they would just say, hey, we spent too much money and we're the new Democrat Party and we're going to tighten our purse strings. Uh, you know yeah. what? I, I would I would honor them for that. I would actually come out and say, hey, Good for you. You guys got it right. Because, you know, we we just want a good country. We don't really yeah. care what I, – I, I don't know about you, Chris. I don't care what has someone has on their shirt front, whether it's a mule or a, a, you know, a donkey or an elephant. I just want people to run this country using the traditional first principles, and we just don't have that anymore. Dr. Tobler, will Leah uh, buzz me if I say that I am predicting a red wave? Because on Vic show, if you uh -oh. mention That's, any of those terms, was, yeah, that was the parting. I wanted your parting shot. House and Senate. Okay. <laughs> now, that, and I'm going to give you the right to reserve. You can have the first rights of amendment. Okay, as we get closer. But um, what what do you say now? If you had to to uh, you know read the, the tea leaves now. I would say 5248, and that's not original. That's what some of the Washington mm. pundits are, are, are forecasting for the Senate, even some of the Democratic leaning wow. uh, forecasters. And I would say probably 20, 25 seats in the mm -hmm. House. We're going to take over the House. That is uh, no question. Uh, maybe in the House. What, what really, you know, the intriguing side campaigns you look at oregon that's up in play that mm -hmm. governor's race may be in play <clears throat> you look in washington the senate race patty murray who's been there forever she's in a tough race you look at new mexico that governor's race that's competitive uh we just had yesterday a uh regan daring from uh congressional district 13 i think on illinois um the cook political report which leans left yeah. has her district uh, uh, plus uh, three. Holy cow! Democrat. Yeah, yeah. For wow. Democrats, so I mean, we've got really competitive congressional races here, uh, really close to us that you would think are, are Democratic. No, I, yeah, I don't. I think I think there's a lot more in play than the pollsters would like to admit because I, you can't. I I know personally. Well, I just say, let's say I know someone that may answer the polls in a different way than they feel. I just I know someone <laughs> like that. Not you, of course. No, no, I know someone, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris, thank Talk you very public. much. Always, always great to, to have you on, man. I really, really appreciate your input because you are so astute on these things. Thanks, Dr. dude. Tobler, it's such an honor to be on your show, as always. And uh, you and Leah have a great rest of the show. Oh, we you will. Too. Have a great weekend, Chris. All the right, great thanks. Chris Arps from the Jim Jones and Arps show on News Talk STL 1019-941 and Alexa Skill. If you want Big Brother listening. And uh, I don't know. I'm still not comfortable with Alexa, although I did have fun with a Amazon Fire thing the other day. I could just speak into it and it turned to the right channel. It was very cool. Oh, awesome. Yeah. And he's she's laughing at me. Young Leah. Old guy. <laughs> but technology. Uh, and, of course, don't forget that you can stream it on the app. You can, of course, just stream it on the URL, too, newstalkstl.com. So there's no excuse not to listen to us 24-7, right? And you can catch a replay of this broadcast from 9 to 12 every Sunday evening, 9 to midnight. I'm Randy Tobler. There's Leah. We're The Tobler Show, hanging out with my wife today, Helene. We'll bring her on mic and have her give some nutritional advice as we go into the holiday season because we oh, all need tough. that when we come back here. Stay there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> You gotta dance.
We saw The Temptations at the Fox oh. a couple weeks ago. Oh. And when I played in the Cuban band here years ago, well, probably a decade or more, we did that. We did all the steps, you know, we did that. Yeah. Can you picture me doing that? You know what was so funny about the Fox list? Two weeks ago, everyone, the whole audience was singing to all the to all the songs. Yeah. Every awesome. one of them. But then one of the one of the ushers oh, yeah. came down on the on the break and said, Everyone, stop singing with the song. You've yeah. got to stop During doing the intermission, that. Yeah. And the, as soon the as the audience can't yell at the stage what? because they were going, "Yeah, baby," you know. But but then as soon as it started again, everybody kept <laughs> singing with singing the songs. Yeah. It was a bit. It, it was, was mass civil it was disobedience. So it was, it was cool, a good though. We, I everyone knew all the songs of the Temptations. That's fun. Oh, it was so much yeah. fun. You know, and it's really sad when you look at those those um, the Motown era. Well, I guess it applies to anyone. It's hair bands, everyone. Success just breeds all of this ultimate tragedy. It's just crazy. The drug culture that they get into. Look at Elvis. Look at what happens. So that's probably a good life lesson. When you become unbelievably successful, Leah, mm-hmm. and you're producing like for Jimmy Fallon. Oh, my gosh. You know, <laughs> Ten years from now, you're in New York producing the Jimmy Fallon, you know, variety show on Yeah, Fox. okay. Don't let it get to your head, because the minute you do, you'll take a big fall. That's what happens to people, you know? Mm -hmm. And for some reason, I don't know what it is, celebrities just can't handle it. They just can't handle the success. Hey, but I did want to spend a little time as we wrap the show today helping you, because look, all of us probably gained a few more pounds than we would have otherwise, Mm -hmm. or that we wanted to, either way you put it, Mm -hmm. um, through pandemic. We weren't as active. Stress hormones were like sky high. That packs the weight on for a given intake of calories. It just directs the things to go to fat rather than the muscle. And so I thought it'd be a good idea here as we head into the holiday season, a lot of festivals. Mm-hmm. We have Thanksgiving coming up. Well, Halloween's coming mm-hmm. up, Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Uh, for you hunters, you know, the hunting season, boy, lots of eggs and bacon and biscuits and gravy flowing. And so I thought my wife, Helene, who is a proprietor of bodyofhealth.com and also, you know, a practical wellness advisor and holistic nutritionist, could you, what what are the two or three big things, sort of low-hanging fruit, there's a hint there, that people can do to avoid putting on even more weight and feeling even more depressed on top of inflation and law and order and everything? I'd say look forward into the week. What are you going to do the week? You know, you and I are going to the Fox tonight. Yeah. We're going to go to Jittos. Uh, uh, we'll probably beforehand. go to Jittos. Okay, of our we knew that. Be and last night I went. To, we went to the. I went to the hill last night. Actually, be my uh, uh, niece-in-laws mm-hmm. had a shower and it was a nice. But we had some nice food. Oh, yeah. It was great. So this this last week, Randy was was complaining about it, but knowing what was coming up. <laughs> Thursday night before we left, we had kale that I fixed, roasted kale and smoked salmon. But she's learned that's how to what cook we had for dinner, things and, and it, it tasted well. good. Mm-hmm. We didn't need to eat a big thing of pizza or anything. It didn't take long to prepare. So I'd say, know ahead of time what you're going to do. Make those make I, green chili chicken is something yeah. I make. It's a very simple meal. I can two big meals, and it's also very low in fat. And a lot of recipes too on bodyofhealth.com on her uh, on her blog that really are things that you may look at them and you may think oh the ingredients but really i mean you know when you hear the title of something like i'm gonna eat you know kale but it but can then come out very i guess nice. the biggest thing is don't feel gypped during the week mm-hmm. we eat really well without you know really good food so okay so during hunting season i'm thinking of a meal that all guys could get into 
I make like a, t- a hearty tomato bisque soup, and I make Monte Cristo sandwiches. Oh, you know what Monte good. Cristos are? But uh, I, I don't know if you know JoJo's. This is I'm going oh, back years, many but... years. Back then, they take two big things of French French bread with turkey and Swiss cheese, and you you dunk it in in oh, egg okay. in egg mixture with fat and everything. Well, I do very I do have an egg mixture, but very little fat, and I it, it's a big 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 old sandwich and I have a little bit of jam on top so it tastes just don't feel gypped it tastes really good but it doesn't have to be really high in fat and calories we do do de-emphasize simple carbs and processed foods I mean I think higher in protein if you did nothing else during this season but to avoid processed foods Mm -hmm. things that come in crinkly packages it's really an important thing and you know this being a competitive athlete right that Mm -hmm. You know, when you eat, well, okay, so I brought in some donuts this morning. Mm-hmm. Okay, I had one Leah, too. Leah yeah. and I have I worked together donuts. remotely now for months, and I've not uh, been in studio for a while, so we were able to, so I brought in some donuts. Okay, so that's a treat. I guarantee you, you know, sort of the 90-10 rule is what is very important. Mm-hmm. 90% of the time, try to eat a very low carb, mm-hmm. low processed, you know, higher protein, and the other 10% of the time, if you want to have some and, fun, that's okay. And as you know, Leah, stay active. I mean, oh yeah, we didn't have much time yesterday morning before we left, but we... We walked around our loop three yeah. times with the dogs. You know, with with, with a are you a veggie and fruit gal? Leah? Um, kind of. Uh. I mean, my parents and I do keto, so oh, yeah. okay, so not, it's similar not kind much of thing. fruit, but yeah, definitely. But I vegetables. think if you put vegetables on more than fruit, oh, yeah. actually, yeah, yeah, yeah we great. eat a lot of vegetables. Yeah, we so. always say don't eat your fruits and vegetables. Eat your eat, vegetables. Eat your and vegetables fruits. and fruit. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this morning. I can't believe how quickly it uh, it that went, was and fun. we're glad, so glad you were with us. For those of you who are watching, and uh, for all of you who are listening, we appreciate that. Remember that no matter what the challenge is, inflation, lawlessness, borders, foreign policy debacles. We're going to get through it. Why? Because of faith, family, and freedom. I believe in you, America. We'll see you next week on The Tobler Show. Of the lilies, Christ was born across the sea With a glory in his bosom That transfigures you and me as he died to make men holy, let